Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Wilson. This episode, Dad just couldn't make it, so my wife, Rissa, joined me to talk about our new son, Valentine's Day, and making your spouse a priority. Thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring this week's podcast. So let's get started. Well, hey, everyone. This week, uh, we are not joined by Dad. We're joined by my wife, Rissa. Hi. <laughs> dad is uh so this week dad was over in actually on the weekend at this point he was in south dakota speaking at i think some kind of conference and he and my brother abe on the way back uh it started we had in indiana had a bunch of ice like uh, it was real wet and then it froze and so everything was coated in a sheet of ice so dad ended up they were supposed to get home their flight was supposed to leave at like 5 p.m. or something, On like right? Sunday evening or something like that. And then they were going to get home Monday morning like or, or, you know, in the middle of the night on Monday. Instead, that got canceled, which ended up it didn't get canceled, but they were told it was. And they didn't end up getting home until like Tuesday early morning. So they spent... Like 4.30 I mean, It was crazy. So, yeah. So it was... It was horrible. He's just getting caught up. He's at actually he's involved in Kids Action Club, so he's busy tonight. And we're me and Rissa are doing it this week. So hopefully you enjoy the show. Um, we're going to be talking about a few different things. This is the week of Valentine's Day, so we'll be talking about that. Um, but as you know, we uh, had a baby actually this Friday. Uh, it will be three weeks ago, which is just crazy. That's crazy. Um, we're both pretty exhausted. Uh, but <laughs> no, I was, I'm like, am I even awake right now? I don't know. <laughs> and since we didn't really get to, we had a guest the, uh, the show right after we had Hudson, I thought maybe uh, Rissa could tell you a little bit more about how it went, her thoughts, and maybe comparison to how it went last time. So overall, how, how, what you're thinking? Um, overall, I think it was better in the way that it was so fast. Like... It was just crazy how fast it went. Um, I mean, I don't know what all you've talked about, but basically we were, the night we had him, I had an appointment that morning and um, they did, you know, something that would just help naturally maybe induce my labor. And they say within 48 hours, like, could get things going. And so that was that morning. It would have been my 30 or maybe my 40 week appointment. I don't know. Um so then all that day I was feeling fine. I was kind of feeling maybe a little discomfort in my lower back and maybe a little bit crampy, but nothing like, I don't know, it wasn't anything to slow me down. So my friends came over that day. We did our normal, played with kids, had coffee. And as the day went on, I kind of noticed that it was getting maybe a little bit stronger, but still nothing like crazy or anything. And then Ben got home that night and we have small group, um, our Bible study on Thursday nights, and we were kind of debating. I just didn't know, like, should we go? Should we stay home? And should I be resting? Like, I just don't know. But we ended up going. I was like, we'll just go for a couple hours, eat dinner, and maybe just head back early. I wanted to put Renly down to bed. Um, so we took her over to his parents, left her. We went to small group. And then at, like, 8.40, we... Um, we wanted to be home by nine to put her down for bed. So we came home, stopped at his parents' house. I mean, your dad was like, how are you feeling? Like, what's going on? And I'm like, I, I don't know, like nothing's going on. Like I feel, you know, just kind of the same as I felt all day. And so we kind of stayed there and talked for a little bit. And then, um, we took Renly home. I rocked her to sleep. And so that was probably like nine 30 when I did that. 
And then I did some random things, I think maybe some laundry, I don't know. And then um, I got in the bathtub that is brand new and Ben worked so hard to finish for me so that I could labor in this bathtub. And at 10.20, I felt my first contraction and your mom pointed this out later. She was like, why didn't you stay in the tub? Like, that's why you wanted it to labor in the tub. And I'm like, but I wanted like to get out. It, went. it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been good. To, to yeah. mask anything. So at 10, 20 p.m. Because I was thinking like, oh, well, maybe we should go to bed. Like, it's kind of late. Like, if things were to start, maybe we should sleep some. Um, but at 10, yeah, 10, 20 felt that. I was like, oh, man. I remember what that feels like. That's not comfortable. So I got out, called Ben to the bathroom. I got dressed. And then I had another one, like, probably four minutes later at that point. And Ben's like, okay. And before I left the bath, like, before we went to the living room, I had had another one. So they were pretty quick right off the bat. And so Ben started timing them, and they were averaging, like, three to four minutes apart at that point already. And so at 11.20, we called my midwife and she I had two contractions on the phone with her couldn't talk through them so she knew that they were pretty intense and so she said okay I'm getting out of bed and I'll meet you at the birthing center in about an hour and so we called Ben's parents called my mom let them know Ben's mom and dad walked over across the yard to stay with Renly and um, so we left got to the birthing center at midnight and he was born at 1.51 a.m. And <laughs> afterwards, like after, you know, we're all, everything's done and we're just, you know, in our, holding our new baby, we're like, what just happened? Like, we were like, that was so fast. Like, we were at small group like seven hours ago. It was just crazy how fast it went. And it was, um, I had worried a lot about labor and delivery through this pregnancy because I knew what it was like and what to expect and um, God was just really good and in it all and just yeah got me through it and how do you you feel like you know comparison the aftermath has been to Renly like having him here yeah I mean anything different um well I mean I think I was telling my friend this like with your first one the first few weeks when you're just not sleeping at all and it feels endless and you're you just don't know if it's ever going to end um this time around that feels different because we do know like how fast it goes like he's already three weeks old and that's crazy to me and so it kind of helps knowing like yeah when I'm up at 11 and then one and then three and then six like I know like this isn't gonna last forever and it does go really fast so I feel like it's been different that way and I hardly was sleeping at all through my pregnancy so it's not really that (laughs) different now (laughs) yeah and I mean and I feel like we just know a little bit more like how to deal with the crying baby and stuff like that uh but thankfully Renly is just so you know so sweet um but yeah yeah, if you if you you know if uh, obviously all of you have gone through probably multiple babies so if you have comments or any advice you can feel free to email us at ben at the smilinghomeschooler.com we'd love to see or hear what you have to say about that or you can message us through facebook um but yeah this week is valentine's day 
Uh, we were just talking about how now two out of our four Valentine's Day we've been have been you know we just had a baby, uh, which has kind of been the big you know obviously thing around the the or the uh, holiday or whatever you want to call it. I've never loved Valentine's Day. I just feel like there's so much pressure with the holiday or you know Christmas and you do know it's tomorrow. Valentine, right? Yeah, I do. And okay. it's actually yeah, that's right. I was thinking it was Friday, but and uh, <laughs> tomorrow our Valentine's Day and our anniversary and our birthday and it's just we're just uh, not really good at it i would say i don't know i well i feel like you, try, yeah you can't handle the pressure of it and so our yeah. plans this year we don't have anything big uh we're going with our actually our marriage group with rissa just mentioned we were going to uh uh we're going to go to a restaurant here in town with all of them and kind of do that and i think leave both the kids potentially no, i don't think i'm so. not sure we may not take we're not taking renly for sure mom and dad we're gonna watch her but um I was just trying to think, like, uh, past Valentine's Day. Did you ever have a Valentine's Day in the past, either in ours or, uh, you know, in your family? Did they ever make a big deal out of Valentine's Day? Uh, my mom always did in something little. <laughs> I broke up with a boyfriend on Valentine's Day That's over a... the phone. <laughs> that was not good, but... Yeah, you don't think I've ever had anything that fun before. I mean, one time, I know, Dad was just talking about this the other day, and I totally had forgotten. Mom was pregnant with... I can't remember if it was Cal, Jed, or Maggie, one of the younger ones, and she was just in the, you know, the doldrums of the middle of the winter. So dad was like, well, let's do bring Florida here. So he like drew and cut out, you know, uh, palm trees and, and all sorts of stuff. He had us all in like Hawaiian shirts and everything, and he had the living room all set up beach themed and, you know, with music and all that kind of stuff. And and then gave mom a little, you know, beach away from our Florida home, you know, type deal, because here in in uh in indiana it's pretty miserable during the winter <clears throat> we so. had a valentine's day when was that how many years ago now we were probably engaged three years or, four or years. were we just dating i think we were just i don't know it was like four or five years ago probably Where we almost died it was pretty horrible yeah we had it was it snowed and then it was super cold but it was just the day it was we were going to drive up to mishawaka which is about uh, an hour from our house north and we were driving and it was starting to blow snow and you know, there's like whiteouts, and I've done driven in that lots. So, you know, you just have to kind of go slow. It's like driving in really bad rain. You know, you can maybe see like a few car lengths, or you can see the road, or at least you know. So you can, if you go slow, you're not going to hit anything. But this was a closed down roads. It was absolutely completely blank, where you couldn't even see. I mean, barely past the end of the car, and I'm not exaggerating. Like it was it a was bright so sunny day. Scary. There was no clouds in the sky, but the area where we were driving, it was, it was dark. Oh, but the area we were driving was literally like almost dusk dark outside from that much snow in the sky. I mean, people uh, were just everyone, off the road. Yeah, we just all pulled over on the side of the road, and I walked back to the guy behind me. And I was like, I can't, I just can't even see telephone poles. I can't see the road. It was like driving with almost your eyes closed. It was terrifying. I mean, we uh, eventually pulled up the GPS. And we we're trying to go off of that to make sure we were even on a road. Right. I mean, so we it was it was and like crazy. A, what, it was so dangerous. I mean, we <laughs> only made it to Goshen, so right. like a twenty-minute drive took, took us, us three I mean, hours. No, it wasn't three. It was probably an hour sure? or two. Because we got home crazy. at dinner time. No. Because then we made a blanket for it. I don't know, but it was it was it was pretty crazy. Um, but anyway, so that was a memorable. Well, and we got behind a tote or a. Um, Scraper truck. Right. What are those called? Yeah. Uh, plow. Plow. <laughs> we got behind a plow and that helped for a while. 
I'm going to take a moment to tell you about our sponsor, Teaching Textbooks. Teaching Textbooks is one of our favorite math curriculums. One of the reasons is because Teaching Textbooks explains, corrects, and demonstrates every problem to your child in an engaging way that takes the conflict and responsibility away from you. Plus, their latest version works on nearly any device, including Windows, Macs, tablets, and even smartphones, so you can take it anywhere with you. Worry that such a great curriculum will come with a high price? Guess again, their new lower price averages out to between $4 to $6 per month for 12 months. And Teaching Textbooks even offers a discounted family plan. So if you're sick of your math curriculum, then give Teaching Textbooks a try. They offer free sample lessons and a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. Even though we're almost halfway through the year, now is a perfect time to switch. We thank them for their support of the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. But something we were thinking about, you know, during Valentine's Day, obviously, the, you know, the purpose of it is to focus on your loved ones, show them that you care and, uh, you Get know, them flowers. Right. But, you know, talking about that is since we just had a baby, that's, you know, obviously a couple years ago, that was a challenge, I think, during that whole first season. I think this could be also applicable to homeschooling is, you know, any time in life. Uh, and when you're, you know, really focused on something, I think it's really easy to let everything else suffer because of that. You know, it's hard to keep everything going well, you know, at the same time. So whether you're homeschooling, you're so focused on homeschooling and kids that, you know, maybe your spouse or your husband, you know, maybe you're not putting as much attention into them. We'd really encourage, I mean, this is the same for us and Rissa's is going to share here in a second, you know, that that can be really tough. And, and we've talked, you know, my dad and us have talked to a lot of homeschooling families and moms who and you know the marriages that have ended because you know or at least been really strained due to even homeschooling you know so uh that's one of the downsides unfortunately of of it but uh yeah i was just thinking because i mean i haven't been thinking about this all day so um yeah like when we first had renly i definitely saw myself just when not maybe not 100% but really struggling of finding the balance of like how do you juggle it all and you have this new baby that needs like 100% of your time but then also your husband who you need um to be focusing in on too and yeah it's definitely hard balancing and now with two I'm finding like even more I mean now both of us you're either with Renly and I'm with him or vice versa and um just taking like the minutes <laughs> even that you have of like okay he's asleep she's asleep like let's you know I don't know and just not like just using that time yeah and I mean I we're not it good was at just it really but. tough um you know, last couple years ago, it was just during that season, it was just taking in that intentionality. And that was something I struggled with, you know, is just trying to be uh, when, you know, instead of just coming home and just being like tired and whatever, is trying to be intentional, not just with kids, but also with, you know, Rissa and showing her I loved her, you know, and, and care. And I think that was probably both directions. Um, well, and I think for me too like being a mom has been what I've wanted to do um my whole life just kind of like my dream of like being a mom and having a family and a husband and I that's what I've always wanted and so yeah not making that and not making Renly you know putting her before you and all of that so yeah which Grammy your grandma yes is 
She is She's so encouraging for in that. husband first, you know, and I think that's so cool. She's been a huge I love her. Um, influence in, in my life and Rissa's now too, but obviously my dad as well. So maybe you might have, you know, for everything dad's done, he probably has a lot of that to thank to her and his dad is, of course. I feel uh, like everyone needs to just sit down and have yeah. a conversation with but grandma. My grandma is so funny because I mean, but yeah, she, her biggest word of advice, you know, when we got married was just make sure you always put your husband and I mean, because at the end of it, that's what your kids need. Like they need you and your spouse to be strong together and love each other. And I mean, that's the long run of it. Yeah, And I mean, obviously we're in the the early stages and trying to apply that. Like I just said, we're not good at it. And we don't have, you know, and we're not trying to. You know, I'm. Sh- once you're in the, the thick of things with a bunch of kids and homeschooling and We're in life the, and church and everything else, it's just 3 a.m. and you need to wake up and take this baby because right. I can't get him to sleep phase yep, right exactly. now. And so, not saying the nicest words right. and we're in that right now. But and from a homeschooling standpoint, I mean, uh, you know, like I said, dad has talked to a lot of ladies who... Um, get so obsessed with, you know, getting the math curriculum done and getting all their check boxes done and making sure they know everything and uh, all that stuff that it really lose sight of, you know, what do they say? Like lose sight of the forest among the trees or whatever, you know? And I think that is a huge uh, thing that, you know, and that's why the Smiling Homeschool really is one of our goals is to try to put the joy back into it so you don't forget the other things in life that are more important, like relationships and uh, spouse and your kids, uh, which might seem weird since you're like, well, obviously homeschooling, that's all about the kids. But, you know, it's not really the school part can benefit them and is super important, but you can sometimes lose sight of your children in that. Um, and, you mean your husband? And husband, yeah, both. I mean, oh. everything. I mean, including the kids, because if you're so consumed with, you know, getting the stuff done, that can lead to the other stuff uh, or, you know, neglecting everything. And I think I'll be that mom. That's kind of bad. <laughs> well, hopefully not. So all of you will have to keep us accountable yes. and remind us, you know, as we're going to those stages and as you continue to watch, you know, hopefully follow us through the years. I mean, I can just um, see myself like obsessing over that. that because homeschooling. I mean, that's like a big deal, too. So I can totally see how that is hard. Right. For totally. Sure. It will be. But hopefully yeah. we can do it. And, you know, we've got good good family around us, hopefully being able to remind us of what's important. Yeah, totally. And, uh, and we'll see going from there. But we're going to keep this one short today. Uh, again, just since it's just us, uh, hopefully, you know, you found it enjoyable. Um, <laughs> we hope you have a great Valentine's Day. Uh, you know, spend time with your husband uh, and kids. Uh, I kind of have a question. Yeah. Like, what do, what do you moms get your husband for Valentine's Day? Like, I know it's kind of like, oh, the husband or the, you know, the guy always gets the flowers, the chocolate, the cards, the whatever. And I'm just curious, like, what are gift ideas for the guys? Um, what would be your, I don't think it has to be really something like an actual present necessarily. I mean, but what would you, I mean, I didn't get you anything. Like, (laughs) I think for guys who are just feeling, feeling desired and like the wife is pursuing them in some way, like during the day, you know, I think that would be huge for a lot of guys. I think, like uh, bringing you a Dr. Pepper in the middle (laughs) of the day or what (laughs) that, but I also just like showing your, like you think he's handsome or that you appreciate him or things like that. Like the, from a, you know, more of that kind of standpoint, even from a physic, like a, here's something. Right. It's more from like a, you know, 
I think you're you're awesome. awesome and I'm attracted to you. And it could be other physical things too, you know, but all of that kind of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm just saying like generally, like I think a guy would be more (laughs) interested or more, that's more important to him than just like getting a, you know, something they've been wanting. Cause I don't think that's what Valentine's Day has to be necessarily. Right. Um, So I think that would be what a lot of guys want. Cause I think a lot of wives and, you know, even we've gone through this, even just the almost four years we've been married is just that sometimes when there's other, all the other distractions you feel like maybe you know it's you're the not last as thing focused of. on or do you still even think I'm are you into me still you know that kind of thing yeah and sometimes just feeling like you're this focus of the some of their attention I think is right is really a lot of guys want that um but mm. so yeah I don't okay. know maybe that's just me but I think I would venture to guess a lot of guys <laughs> would also want that so yeah um yeah okay. see if that helps him any yeah, I don't know All right. so well thanks for listening this week um you can always contact us uh if you have any questions comments um at todd at the smilinghomeschooler.com or ben at the smilinghomeschooler.com um we'll see you next week and as always keep smiling We hope you enjoyed this episode and have a wonderful Valentine's. If you have any comments or advice for us, feel free to email us at ben or todd at smilinghomeschooler.com. Thanks to our good friends at Teaching Textbooks for making today's show possible. You can learn more about all the great math products, view a sample lesson, and check out their affordable pricing at teachingtextbooks.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, keep smiling.